Hey guys, and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh Fitness Podcast. I cannot believe that we're at episode number 32 already. It's a little bit scary. It's really, really gone a little bit mental with all the messages and the listenerships in the last few weeks. So this week, uh, I put out a message up on Instagram with my stories a little while ago about who you guys would like to, for me to get on. And I got a few messages for various different people, and I've had interviews for it with those people over the last few weeks. So this week is with Phoebe McVeigh. Uh, at Phoebe McVeigh on Instagram. So she is the owner of Gorgeous Lock Hair Extensions and Gym Goddess Clothing. She is the mum of two, former competitor. Um, her content is amazing. I did a lot of research on Phoebe uh, and one of my online clients specifically asked for Phoebe um, to kind of understand how she manages to balance kind of having kids, training, getting her feet in, uh, and having two two companies as well. So thank you very much for coming on, Phoebe. Thank you for having me. Like you said, I was kind of, like I said before, I was a bit shocked when I got asked. So thank you very much for having me. No problem at all. So for those who aren't aware of your story, tell us a little bit more about yourself and kind of how you got kind of got into the, the whole fitness realm. Um, so I originally went to, I think, a bodybuilding show in 2013 to watch. Um, and I just after having my first son, he was only three months old, um, went to the show and I remember I seen a girl up on stage with abs and I was like, oh, I want abs. <laughs> I want those abs. I didn't care about anything else. I was just like, I want abs. So I was after having a baby and, you know, I felt a bit shit in myself. So I started training. And then I've, I've never tried, like I've done kickboxing and thigh boxing in the past. Like I actually uh, done a lot of kickboxing before I did bodybuilding. Um, and then when I seen the results in the gym, it just pushed me more and more. And then I competed. I think Kai was 10 months old. So I t- competed when he was 10 months old. My oh. first bodybuilding competition. Wow, that's not long at all that you gave yourself. What, seven no. months? Yeah. Yeah. I literally just, I went to the show and then I was like, oh my God, I, I want to train. And I just, it, I wasn't like, aiming to do a show I just started really pushing it and going to the gym and doing my cardio and eating healthy and then I remember it was actually David Geller he's uh, you probably heard of David Geller have you he's yeah. a uh, bodybuilder he's in America now but he was like oh you should you should do a competition you should do a competition so, and that was the road then <laughs> the start of the road and how how often are you training at the minute though because I know you've kind of stepped away from the kind of oh, yeah. the competing side of things which we'll talk about a little yeah. bit longer but how, how often are you training at the minute um, so at the minute, now you know yourself going up, like I know you've done a shoot and you're training, like I was doing cardio twice a day, coming up to my show, training. So you're twice a day and training, like nearly five, six times a week. Now at the moment, I'm just doing, hope, trying to get my best to get four times a week in. Yeah. Well, I and walk my lump of it. Yeah. That three, three, I only train four days a week and that's more than enough for me. I think any more, it's just too much stress on my body with the early mornings and stuff like that. And you're trying to keep yeah. two companies uh, two two children and your husband kind of fed and waters and stuff like that as well. We can say we can. He probably listens to this. I'll say three kids. <laughs> I was going to say three kids. kids, but he's a lot bigger than me, so I didn't want to insult him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and two kids and a man's <laughs> And do you kind of do you have do you work off a program or do you have a coach or do you kind of just go kind of uh, flexible enough with your training or are you kind of are you fairly rigid? Yeah. So my last uh, competition, Jared prepped. He prepped me for my last. Is it last two or last three competitions? And yes. So at the moment, I just do my own thing. I'm going. In, I just don't. Sometimes if I'm told to do something, it's like I 
like if someone gave me a calorie it's planned it's like it's like I break it just like there's a little devil in my head saying no go eat that donut but then when I'm just kind of going to the gym like I do on my own plan you know like I'll do I'll do a split like upper lower upper lower um and at the moment I'm happy with that like I don't any any time I've tried to structure anything in the last couple of months I've just totally gone off the bandwagon and what about your food and stuff like that? How rigid are you with your food? Are you kind of like, are you tracking your calories at the minute? Yeah, I, I, I don't track too much. Like I used to be a devil for fitness pal. Like everything was going to my fitness pal. But it just, you'd be constantly like, I just got to a point where I was like, everything was going in. And I was nearly like, I don't know, do you use, ever use fitness pal or anything like that? Yeah, I, I used it religiously um, when I was doing the, the shoot and I only stopped using it probably full time probably about a month ago um I only check in every now and then on it yeah so I just felt that I was just the slave to my fitness pal really so at the moment I'm sticking trying to stick to like 16 1800 calories um and get a bit more cardio because I'm trying to lose a bit of body fat but I'm just eating healthy and just being aware of what I'm eating and trying not to overload or like I find I'm a div I'm so bad for the evenings like I'll come home and I'll be like you worked really hard. You deserve to eat all those cookies. <laughs> so I'm trying to stop that and trying to like get on the good of, you know, you do not deserve all those cookies. <laughs> yeah, but like it's hard. Like it, it is difficult for, for, from getting away from that whole thing. And a lot of people, when they kind of start training, it's kind of like, I'm going to train to eat more. And that's kind of a mentality that yeah. a lot of people adapt. Have you kind of got any recommendations for people to try and get away from that whole mentality? It's hard. I think it's harder. For, it is obviously harder for women. Well, like I don't know for all women. I just know that coming in like around your period and stuff, like obviously you want more food. But just it's a hard one because I've got I've gone there. Like some weeks you could show me a bad week now, and I could be like literally go home and scoff my face. At the moment, I'm being really good. Um, it's just trying to be aware and just like be healthy. I think when you start going to the gym and you're being healthier and feeling better and stuff, it kind of goes with it. You keep going with it then. So when you start seeing results and you start seeing I feel better if you can't get away from the whole body thing and try feeling then I think you kind of get better with your food stop overeating yeah it's I kind of the system that I try to kind of instill into my clients online and face to face is kind of a halt system which is kind of are you hungry angry lonely or tired and if you're kind of any of those kind of wait about 30 minutes to actually see if you want the food um and yeah, then oh my and then there's also the way of kind of like if you, most people are, I'm going to say most people are going to make a sweeping statement. Some people on weekends, especially when they're a little bit hungover and they kind of want the salty food, they tend to go for takeaways. Uh, and the other tactic that I use from kind of getting people to stay on track is if you really, really, really want that takeaway, go and pick it up. Once you're on, once you're under that limit, and kind of actually go and pick it up rather than getting some guy to deliver it to your door um and that makes sure that you actually actually want it rather than kind of just being lazy and sitting on the couch it kind of does help people that they actually realize that they actually don't want it they could go they could easily yeah. go they could easily go and kind of go to the shop get a few steaks or something like that throw on a few veg and a few potatoes and like that's oh, that's dinner like it doesn't have to be the big salty fry or whatever like that i'm not saying there's, there's no such thing as bad food but it's kind of all about balance like um I know it's hard to week weekends are hard though. I find even sometimes the weekends I'm like I think it's just you you finish working all week and you're like, Oh yeah, let's eat. Yeah. <laughs> so I do I I what I do I just try to get myself like in the, like a salad even a cheat meal or 
like that, like you said, you actually have to think and ask yourself, are you hungry? Are you just stressed? Or and Some people, when they're stressed, they eat more, and the other people, when they're stressed, they don't eat at all. And unfortunately, I'm the one that eats all around me when I'm stressed. I'm like you. When I'm tired, so, tired of stress, yeah. I will eat everything. And I just carbs, carbs, yeah. carbs. Carbs and ice cream. It just makes it all better, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um and would you like you were saying that you kind of you're kind of stepping away from tracking like how did you kind of go cold, cold turkey with the tracking or were you kind of ease yourself off or what was the kind of the method that you used on that um so i kind of just count i know it sounds bad but i just kind of count it in my head so like if i say if i'm trying not to be too strict like sometimes i will stick with my fitness pal but i have been trying to stay away from it because like that i was putting in everything and then, like, you know, at the end of the day, if you didn't, if you went for a meal and you couldn't count it, you'd nearly feel like you're, like, punish yourself. Well, what's the point? I'll just eat whatever because I don't even know what this is. Do you know? Yeah. That's the kind of mentality I was having with it. So it wasn't good. So at the moment, I'm just kind of roughly adding up the calories in my head. I'm like, okay, yeah, or I had that much fat or I had that much protein. This much, do you know? That's my way of doing it um, at the moment. Like, if I want to be stricter, I would probably write out a plan and stick to that. I just think... Now, fitness pal works for some people, but even people clients I've had in the past that have used it, like they'd be like, one client's like, oh, I have to put my Christmas dinner into it, or I have to put this into it, and I was like, God, we're really obsessed on over calories, aren't we? Do you know? But like, I think I had I had Larry Doyle on, and Larry Doyle's from the kind of the bodybuilding background as well, and mm. my fitness pal's only been around what about fifteen years, twelve years maybe. Yeah. Uh, and before that, like nobody was counting calories, and there was still Arnold Schwarzenegger ripped to shreds up oh on God. stage and it's just it's gone it's gone very very extreme and kind of social media is probably promoting that and the likes of we're talking all fair about love island uh as probably kind of promoting that have you kind of got any have you ever kind of looked at social media and kind of had any kind of like suffer from body dysmorphia or anything like that regarding looking at someone on oh, stage yeah. yeah big time everyone does and I think not so much with bodies but with people's lives do you get me like I find that like you know everyone puts up the best of the best on Instagram and like obviously the bodies as well you see these girls like how are they eating out every day and they're like like, girls take these pictures with donuts and they're every single day or fast food but I found more so with not just the food but with people's lives I could see all these people having having loads of kids and working and gym and the best life like how are they how the fuck are they doing it like how are they doing that? <laughs> do you know um and that can be a bit hard because you're trying to you're trying to keep up with something that's not sustainable do you know you're not able to you know you can't do all that stuff no it's it's like i i i kind of realized that probably after the shoot i was kind of like as you said when you were kind of at that bodybuilding show you're like oh, i want those abs i want those abs and like i got yeah. the abs but i had abs for about fucking about four days and then it took me <laughs> and then they're gone and then they're gone and that little ridge came back and i was like oh, for fuck's sake and now i'm miserable now because i because i because it kind of gave me an almost a an almost eating disorder regarding kind of that i i can't touch egg whites i can't touch tins of tuna or salmon ever again because i was on two yeah. now i literally if i look at them i will i will gag i just can't do it. I, can, oh I can i can eat normal salmon but I can't touch the tin, Sam. It just, it's kind of one of those things. It's like a mental block that it kind of, I associate that with the fitness photo shoot and I wasn't in a great place. I was still working like half five in the morning until half nine at night, five days a week. And I was like, I don't know how, I felt sorry for my, I felt, I, I probably, my, my service completely dropped when I was with those clients. Um, 
um, the ones I, especially the ones later on, didn't put myself into kind of high regard, didn't look after myself, didn't look after them the most they wanted, or as much as I could have, and it, it kind of, yeah, service definitely dropped, and I kind of, I kind of regret, I, I regret doing the photo shoot in hindsight. Um, how many times have you competed, Phoebe? How many what, sorry? How many times have you competed? You've competed, what, three times now? Um, I think it's, uh, no, God, I've competed nearly, I think it's eight times. And do you miss it at all? Uh, no, I do. Like, I love, like, I love to compete. Like, I love the buzz of it. I love get, being able to get your body looking like that. It's amazing. You know, if you put your mind to what you can actually do. And I do feel that my competing has driven me with my business because I'm like, okay, well, if I can do that, I have two small kids. I can I can build a business or I can build this brand, you know. Um, but, yeah, no, I do miss competing, but it's just, it is, it's hard because I was like, I'd, I'd be doing cardio and I'd be tired and you're not giving your kids the attention. I felt like oh, even having to deal, talking to clients, I was like, oh, my God, do I have to talk to this one now? I'm so tired. You're near the end of your competition. Um, and you can get a bit obsessive as well with just your show. So all you have in your head at that time is your show. So nothing else, show, 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 show you know and um, so that I don't miss I still love going watching them and um, I still follow all the bikini pros I still watch all the competitions Jared is still mad about competing and he'll compete till he's probably like 90 so <laughs> it's a huge still a huge part of my life but I just know I probably would never actually compete again yeah well that was my next question would you ever go back into it like if the kids were a little bit older like, would you kind of go back into it or are you kind of you kind of done with that side I got one I, I shouldn't actually say I feel like I'm too old because, like, God, I'll probably get, like, <laughs> attacked for saying I feel like I'm too old for competing because I'm only 30. Um, but I don't know. I just I feel like I had my, my chance, you know? Yeah. I had my chance. I could have... Like, I, I know I could have become an IFBB pro if I kept my head down and kept competing, but, like, you have to put so much. Like, all the shows you have to go to... Like, people don't see the hard, the, the, all the, what the, maybe they do if they follow people that compete, but, like, it's it's so much hard work. And all the things you miss out, like, birthdays, I found, like, really hard, like, going to a party. And as much as it's only eating a bit of cake or eating a bit of that, I just, you're not really, you felt a bit disconnected, you know, because you're so focused on your show. So if I, one of the boys were, is their birthday or we were doing something, like, oh, I'm tired or I'm, you know, it's not really a nice way to be when you have small kids. And they're not going to be a bit small forever. Yeah, and did you did you did you find it? Did you find kind of overall that uh, there was a did you, you did struggle with the balance of kind of managing the kids and kind of managing kind of married life and the work life and the fitness life. That's four different lives kind of merged into one almost. Like, uh, did you did you really really struggle with that kind of side of things? Yeah, no, I did. Like at the start, I suppose when I first done my first, I remember I first done my first show ever and sure was such a buzz because I'd never done anything like this before and I remember I was it was 2013 I competed in NABA and there was like it was back then there wasn't what it wasn't it was such a new thing I think bikini only started in 2011 I think it was so it was literally two years it was only up and running um and it was such a buzz I loved it and I came second in my first show which I was like I didn't think I'd come second then I won my next show and I won the overall so like that was all in the same season. So that was grand. I was loving it. I thought it was the best thing ever. Then when I tried to reverse diet my first time, that's when it kind of hit like, oh my, oh my God, like this is hard. And then trying to get to that level again. And then it is, yeah, it was just so hard. It was hard. I found the second time to balance everything and be a mum and be a good mum, not just a mum. Be, be there for your kids and listen to your kids without being like, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, you know, because it's about them. 
they're only little babies and they're only small and you don't want to look back and think oh god all I did was worry about my competitions and worry about when I'm where am I going to eat my next meal or I need to get this or I need to do cardio do you know um and fair play to women that can't see the thing is there's not many women out there with young kids that compete if you look even internationally there's not um I follow most of the bikini athletes that are moms and a lot of them the, the top bikini competitors none of them really have kids they might have a, like there's one and she's like always comes second Olympia Janet. I can't pronounce her surname, so I'm not gonna do it because I embarrass myself. <laughs> but she has like a, a ten or a twelve year old child, but like no one with small kids really does it because it's it's hard. Yeah. Um yeah, I and I think one of the questions that kind of came, comes through a good bit for particular my kind of niche is kind of female fat loss. And the one thing that kind of comes through a lot when I'm kind of doing the onboarding of the online clients. It's particularly the kind of the, the mums is how to kind of fit how do I fit the training in between kind of doing the school run, getting the kids' meals ready, going to work and all that kind of stuff. How like we're talking off off air and you kind of said you just get it done. And but like some people think that's oversimplified. But it's really yeah. it's really not. Like if you want something to be done, if you want to get into a dress or you want to get to look the certain way you're going to have to make certain sacrifices you're going to have to push certain things to the limit you're going to have to just get set yourself an hour an hour and a half like i the, the comparison i use a lot is richard branson who's probably one of the wealthiest men in the world still managed to get an hour of training in every day and he's running a multi-billion empire yeah so and like have you he probably has loads of stuff well, <laughs> i didn't want to say that <laughs> i don't do that <laughs> Uh, uh, no, there there is no excuse. Like you can, everyone can fit because if you think about the amount, how many people go home, and like I know I can't say it's an excuse because when you have kids, it's hard. Like you'll come home and you'll do everything you have to, like the washing, the food, the lunches. Then you've been working all day and you're exhausted. So you're someone's telling you, oh, go up there and do an hour, but like you will feel so much better after. I know it's hard trying to get to make yourself go to the gym or do a home workout or go for a walk, but it's not just for how you look; it's how for you feel and especially as a mom you need it because it's hard like you're other people constantly pulling out of you you know you need some time for you and sitting watching like love island or something for an hour isn't really you time you know yeah no like it like it doesn't have to be smashing yourself in the gym it can easily be going out for a walk no even get other mums involved if you have a dog bring the dog out for a walk go out go and have yeah, a go and have right. a natter at one of the other mums down the road or something like that and kind of get the gossip out of you or get the endorphins going like so many people just make excuses. I know when I when I had a real job, my biggest thing was if I sit on the couch when I come home from home, when I get home from work, I am not moving. Uh, it's one of those things that so many people just kind of go fall fall into old habits and stuff like that. Have you kind of got any advice for anyone that's kind of looking to start kind of losing weight or anything? Anyone that's kind of looking to to start in their fitness journey? You just have to at the start. You're gonna have to. Just push yourself you aren't going to enjoy it at the start like most people that like haven't been to the gym or haven't been eating healthy like it's a struggle at the start because they're used to just eating what they want going home sitting down so if you're new i just think i my advice to anyone start off slow like i find so many like, I, do, I have a lot of like female clients so like, watching most females talk about is like summer wants to fit into this or wants them to wear this um but most people just go hell for leather and i'm like do not do that it's the worst thing you could do start off slow like if, if you are someone that likes 
I don't know, drinks three or four bottles of Coke a day, obviously it's so bad for you, but I'm just saying an example, like don't cut them out totally, maybe just go down to one, you know, or if you don't go to the gym, if you've never gone to the gym, don't start doing five, six days a week, just maybe do even two days and then gradually increase it or do half an hour, three times a week, you know. Um, I just find too many people, we, we kind of panic, you know, when it's May, it's like, oh no, I'm going to holidays, I'm going to finish everything. So it is good for you to just start off slow and steady. Yeah, big time. I think that's, that's probably the biggest thing I see, especially when kind of people inquire about PT. They're like, oh, I want to train six days a week. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Let's just put that to the back burner straight away. Like, well, getting a PT, that's a, a huge thing to anyone that doesn't go to the gym. Because there's no, like, women especially, I'm sure some men do feel a bit like, um, nervous and scared walking gym if they've never walked in before so getting a PT that's a huge help and that huge investment into yourself I think is getting someone to push you because it's so important yeah and I think there's not like there's there's different sides of kind of getting a PT there's a getting a PT that will kind of just be Billy Boo Camp and screen, scream at you or there's the Billy Boo Camp that will kind of sit you down and kind of understand where your head's at and like for me, the female side of things, I I have I've got what two or three male clients, and the rest of them are predominantly female. Um, and to understand the psychology behind women and how their bodies work is completely different from a male body. There's so any man is gonna fully understand a woman. <laughs> Mind was blown. <laughs> still trying to figure me out so you're you're okay <laughs> uh like it, it, it's really really interesting but at the same time like it's it's mind-boggling how especially kind of around the cycle time like like the training has to deload the appetite can go up the stress can go up there's water there's bloating and like that's only a few of the things that can actually happen all the females are different i think i had one week when all my female clients at the same cycle and that was probably the biggest challenge I've ever had as a PT. I had 14 women on the same cycle. And you should have just like said, fuck the gym, let's all just go get pancakes. <laughs> um, it, was, it was stressful, but we got through it. We got through it. Uh, but like the biggest thing, like I kind of alluded to there about kind of reducing your training around your cycle. And this is one of the big things that's kind of coming through now. I know James Smith is, he did a podcast on it, a kind of huge advocate of it. And I've watched lectures and lectures and lectures and kind of train around your cycle and stuff like that and the importance of a deload and listen to your body. How do you, like, what are the triggers that kind of make you kind of reduce your training or what would be your kind of go-to for, um, like, if you if you didn't have the the energy? The biggest thing amongst kind of mums to be, mums or fathers whatever it may be is kind of having the energy have you got any tips and kind of just training through the energy energy loss well i would actually stay going to the gym when um i'm doing like my period and stuff because i feel better in myself like if i had a week now where i didn't go i just feel so shit you know no matter when it is if i if i didn't go for a full week um i just don't feel right so like i love going to the gym it's just trying to find the time to go to the gym it's not like i don't enjoy it like once i'm there i'm delighted but when you have so much things going on in your head like you have a million emails to go get through and email orders and people drive back to it and then you're trying to get the gym in as well it is really hard it's frustrating but what i'm trying to do is just go to the gym and like switch off um but i enjoy it so it's, i don't find it hard to get get there it's just trying to find the time but um i I think people should kind of train through, if like women especially, train through, but just, just put, like, 
tempo down a bit, you know. I wouldn't, my, personally myself, if I know if I stopped for a full week, I'd probably be eating more. I would feel more shitty. I'd be more stressed. So, and I'm a bit of an antichrist when it comes up to my uh, time of the month. So I think it's better for me to go to the gym. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, to, to kind of reducing the, the training load or kind of even reducing the cardio yeah. is kind of one of the big things. Even just don't go crazy, you know, but I still recommend, I wouldn't say stop or like. No, just reduce it. Like, yeah. You probably eat a bit more through that time, so it's probably better to keep up even a little bit more cardio or something, just to keep it going, so you're not eating extra. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah, big time. And like when you like at the moment, kind of what supplements and stuff are you taking at the minute? Because I know this is a big thing that's kind of going on at the minute. That so many people have different, so many different opinions on supplements, but particularly for females, there's a lot of supplements out there, particularly through kind of pregnancy and after pregnancy and stuff like that. What supplements are, did you take or what supplements are you taking at the minute? So I'm just talking about when I was pregnant, I, so one thing I've always taken, I've been taking for years is genetic. So I don't have, have you heard of genetic brands, supplements? Um, so they do like a super green. Um, I've been taking that for years. So I took that all through my pregnancy. Then I took fish oils and I just took your, your basic fit folic acid as well. So I, do, I didn't, I don't go too crazy with my supplements at the moment. I'm taking, um, still the greens. I always take that every day with apple cider vinegar in it. Um, I take fish oil green tea tablets um and as well my, my friend a friend of mine she actually set up triumph it's a supplement for women through their menstrual cycle and um, so she released that um recently it's like it's actually getting it's all over boots it's everywhere now and um i'm taking that at the moment so that's really good as well but I, I don't and sometimes i give i would give myself a break from supplements i think we all need to give ourselves a break because you can't say take the same thing for years i don't like i don't know does it still work like as yourself, as a personal trainer, would you recommend people to kind of take time off supplements? Uh, I think you should only supplement if you're lacking in something. Um, and because yeah. we're, because we're Irish and I'm looking at the window right now, there's no sun outside. So yeah. like yeah. the main ones. That actually reminds me to buy some vitamin D. <laughs> the, the, like the main ones are like vitamin D. Uh, the main one, other one would be kind of fish oils, but like fish oil, the kind of the the milk that I use on that, or I use the measurement on it, it's very very people dependent. Like if you're really deficient, you're gonna have to take a big old dose of it. But if yeah. you are not too deficient, you won't necessarily have to. But like if you're getting kind of one or two kind of meals of oily fish in a week, you should be okay regarding the kind of the fish oils. But it's still decent enough to kind of take it. Then like protein isn't a supplement, it's still a food. Like if you're struggling to get your protein levels up, which are kind of the things that kind of keep you fuller and kind of hold on to any muscle, well then I would kind of take a little bit of whey protein. There's also vegan protein out there for people that are that way inclined. Uh, it's just a little bit. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> I want to say. Vegan it's horrible. It, oh it's horrible. But I, I was trying to stay on the fence there. But it is. It's it's horrible. The green, the the pea, the pea protein for it is absolutely disgusting. It smells like ass. Um, it smells yeah, like ass. even worse. I think I bought it. I put like a bottle. I think I actually bought it and I put it in my oats. And I put so much splendid sweetener on top of it. I was like, okay, this is kind of like ruining the whole thing. Getting the vegan by like being healthy. Yeah. Like, a half a box of uh, sweetener on top of it. <laughs> yeah, big time. Um, what else? Could you, you could also take, uh, you could take multivitamins as well, but I wouldn't buy the multivitamins that you see in Little or Aldi. I would kind of go for the more expensive ones because the yeah. the ones that you kind of get in the Little or Aldi aren't high quality stuff like that. Um, you're literally just buying them for the sake of having a multivitamin label stuck on top of them. Um, and then there's creatine. 
Uh, a lot of people think that they're just going to get full up with water and they're going to get blocky and bulky, which isn't the case. It really does help to kind of repair uh, the muscle that you do, that you, you are trying to gain. Yeah, go to the creatine, creatine as well. Go yeah. to the creatine as well. Cre- like creatine, creatine, like if you're you starting off on creatine, I would kind of go for kind of 20 milligrams, which is probably about, if you're, if you, you kind of need to kind of preload it into yourself. So kind of 20 milligrams and then, after that, kind of go down to kind of five milligrams after the first week, but you have to make sure you're you're drinking enough water, and not enough not not enough people drink enough water. Then there's caffeine as well. Like caffeine kind of keeps the world ticking over these days. Um, I don't. I know. I would be not caffeine. Yeah, I I only started drinking caffeine since I became a PT. Um, have you? Yeah, I never I never had a cup no. of coffee before. Uh, before yeah, before I became a PT. <laughs> and now I'm. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, the caffeine's really good for like pre-workout and stuff like that if you don't want to, if you want to stay away from those the monster energy drinks and stuff like that which seem to be big like I'm not, I'm not against them I just with my medical history I will not touch them uh, I, I've had blood clots and stuff like that before so I won't go near them um, so like I know jeez I went off on a massive tangent there um, then we, we've kind of I sent over questions beforehand one of the things you spoke about was kind of competing in extreme diets I'm messing with your mind a little bit. We kind of alluded to it already. Have you kind of got any advice to kind of deal with kind of the extreme diet stuff and kind of how what to look out for in a diet per se? Um, so I recommend looking out for getting it yourself a really good coach. So if you're someone that's about to compete or you're thinking of competing, just if it doesn't feel right, like just don't do it. Like if you see someone telling you to take stuff that you're not comfortable taking or dropping your calories too low, just don't do it because it's it's not worth it. Like I know how it feels to be at a level where you think, oh, you know, you're like fuck it, I'll just do this or drop my calories a little bit more, push in the cardio. But like long term, it's just gonna fuck you up, you know. And I just think it's important if someone's about to compete or they're like wants to do a shoot or something, just get a good coach, make sure they're never not gonna drop you too low, and just remember that like. In a good body isn't just for a show or just for a shoot it's for life so if you want to get in a certain if you want to look a certain way try think that this is forever i don't want to just look like this for a show and with me in the past it was look like this for a show so i found it really hard to kind of balance like now i'm happy in the weight i am and how i look but before that i found it really hard to kind of after the show look a certain like i, I just you can't see you know yourself after a shoot you can't see think you should look like that and like if I didn't have abs or if I didn't fit into my size, like tiny bet into my jeans, then I was like, there's I felt like I wasn't right, like, you know. So it's um it's important to before you start and then like that find a good person to coach you. That would be my my main tip. And what did you work on in order to kind of get away from that mindset? Like that that, that obviously didn't happen overnight and you've obviously worked quite a lot yeah. on it. What did you what was the one or two, if you were to say one or two things that you kind of worked on particularly on that side of things, what would they be? So after I done probably after mo- every show I've kind of finished after every season like in your head's like oh, I can eat what I want and I don't know I just love food and I'm not like I'm not a naturally skinny person so I found it really hard to eat what I want and stay slim um so after shows I just had to kind of sit down to myself and like you like I wasn't fitting into my clothes like I wasn't happy in myself so I had to sit back and say okay I want to look good all year round I don't want to like I don't want to be skinny or anything I just want to like feel good in myself um and now I'm back training like I'm doing four days a week I'm not eating crap all the time um when you start doing that you feel so much better in yourself and it's 
it's, it's actually, I feel that maybe the internet's kind of getting a bit better in a way. Like Instagram, like there are a lot more curvier girls. Like there's like uh, Becca, Rebecca and Sinead and everyone here showing like healthy lifestyle. And like they eat so much and it's good for girls to see that. But competitively, when you look at competitors, it is hard to, it is hard to like say, oh, I'm, I'm, can I look like that all year round? But majority of them, they don't. So it is, it's just trying to get a balance, really. The balance is the thing. And I think you just need to mess up and make a few mistakes yourself to realize how to fix it no one could kind of teach you that i'm delighted you kind of said be afraid to kind of mess up because like even like the 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 main people in the bodybuilding industry or whether it be some of the pts we have all done stupid fucking diets we've all tried things with like fat burners or something like that we've gone off to my protein and like the quick easy approach and it's literally it's it's hard to sound like that you're kind of preaching or whatever like that, but please do kind of like listen to your mistakes and kind of, or listen to kind of the PT's mistakes, listen to someone else's mistakes uh, and don't be afraid to kind of actually go out and make them because it like you, it, most people think like a, a fitness journey or a diet journey is going to be a straight line. Most of the time it's like, it's all over the yeah. place. Your emotions are all over the place. There'll be days when you kind of don't want to do anything. There'll be days uh where your emotions you're binge eating you could just kind of sit on the fucker button that uh, paul Dermy talks about an awful lot and you could just go off the rails but it's important just to kind of put that that behind you and then if you use trisha's transformations do you follow her on instagram trisha yeah yeah so trish she's hilarious she sent her some gym goddess there she's wearing some gym goddess leggings so i was delighted to actually she'd wear a pair for me that's that's really nice of her trish is awesome so trisha Like her weight loss journey is phenomenal. She was at rock bottom when she started out and then she talks about the reset button. So if you've had a bad meal or a so-called bad meal, should I say in inverted commas, um, just put that behind you and make sure the next meal is kind of a decent meal and even reduce the calories for the rest of the day. If you know they've gone out and had a pizza, which is probably about a thousand calories, 1200 calories. Well, then you know you've got to, you could have probably about six, 700 calories left for the day. It depends on what your goal is. Uh, and just make it work around your lifestyle. Do that though, like as a woman, I, I that's not just as a woman, but like men probably do as well. Like I found when I fucked up like that, like if I went out and ate something that I wasn't supposed to eat, I'm like, oh well, I might as well just eat everything because I just eat all this, food, you know. So she's made makes a really good point on that, and it is really hard to do. But if you can do that, you're you're going to be on a really good path. Yeah, and I like it. I know it is easier said than done, and even I find like yesterday, I I, I felt like shit all weekend. I haven't been sleeping well all week or last week, and kind of today is my first day. I've got I'm on a deload week this week, and I've been feeling like crap. I'm kind of haven't been asked to kind of do my meal prep and trying to preach to or trying to coach my online clients in particular who don't don't see me on a daily basis. Is kind of like I'm just making sure that they know that like I have a human side. I do have bad weeks. That like it's not all chicken yeah. and broccoli, all that kind of stuff. You've alluded to kind of the kind of kind of adopting, kind of uh, looking after your body and kind of going at how you feel, and kind of the importance of loving your body and dealing with the kind of negative images that you see. And you've kind of put up a, a post recently about negative image and what you see in the mirror and how to focus on that. Have you got kind of got any tips for that for people who kind of may struggle with what they actually see in the mirror? Um, see, everyone is on Instagram, most people are on Instagram. They see all these people, like we have talked about earlier, just perfection, and no one is perfect. So even though we follow all these girls and they might look this way or this one has this life, no one is perfect. Um, 
And it's just to love yourself because at the end of the day, you only have one body, you only have one life. There's no point going around like constantly being on a diet or constantly being like, I hate this about myself, I hate that about myself. Um, so you just might as well embrace what you have because like everyone has something. No matter who, you, like I'm sure if you've got up Kim Kardashian there, she would have stuff that she doesn't like about herself. But we just don't see that. All we see is like what we see is when we look at people. And then, like, we look at the faults we have in ourselves. So I think it's just correcting how you see yourself. Because, like that, we only live once, you know. And I actually seen it was a really good post. It was like, we're not meant to be alive to be on a diet. Like, there's more to life than paying bills and being on a diet. And it's true. There is. Like, yeah. it's just, you don't want to look back in your 70s. Like, all I did when I was in my 30s or my 20s was talk about food and I'm on a diet and I'm trying to get skinny, you know. Just embrace what you have because... You only have one body, you only have yeah. one life. And I think rather than kind of, I know I fall into this kind of bracket myself and kind of looking at the body and kind of saying oh, I'm a little bit fluffy or I hate to use the word fluffy, but you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> fluffy all the time. It's fluffy all the time. <laughs> fluffy for life. Um, yeah. So like you're focusing on kind of bits and parts that you don't like or whatever. But why don't focus on, oh, I've lost like four or five inches on my stomach or three inches. I'm kind of yeah. lean out in my shoulders or my face kind of a little bit down. I can fit into X dress or X suit or whatever it may be. Focus on those things rather than kind of. And the biggest tip that I have for everyone is to work enough kind of progress photos, taking photos kind of week one, week four, week eight, week 12, even if you want to do them kind of every second week. And looking back and kind of because it it takes what one week or four weeks for you to see a difference, eight weeks for someone else to see a difference, and twelve weeks for so called uh, transformation to be kind of semi complete. Um, and it's important to kind of that you have kind of a photo or a photo album of that, so you kind of see how far you come from in such a short space of time. Because twelve weeks in the grand scheme of things is not a lot, and you, you don't want to be on a diet full time. Like a diet means short term; it doesn't mean um a diet doesn't mean like 12 months or 14 months it's kind of off about finding a balance and um, yeah very I, true. I, but like everyone's kind of saying finding balance 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 meals balance 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 but like there will be days where you kind of don't feel like doing it and that's fine but it's kind of just kind of getting yourself back up and figuring out your reason why you want to uh go and lose x weight why you want to look like a certain way or why you want to fit into this dress like if you've got a wedding or something like coming up um how do you how do you kind of train around kind of the kids and stuff like that because the kids will already have, obviously have a schedule uh they'll have yeah. their, their their morning routine they'll have their their evening routine and you'll have to get their their meals ready and stuff like that um and you've got to, I know. how do you kind of deal with kind of the tips for, for training around the kids um, so we've a ch- we uh, my boys go to childminder. So we are we're up every morning seven. My little boys start. My oldest fella starts school at half eight. I usually drop them to school. I go straight to the gym. Or if um, I'm working that day, I will have to take a rest day, or I'll go home, wait for George to finish work, then I'll go back into the gym. Um, so at the moment I'm doing four days, but like it is hard because like I just want to go to the gym every day. <laughs> like, I just want to go to the gym. That's, so it is fine hard because like, you have some days like it's not fair I'm so busy all I want to do is get an hour by myself but it's life and you just have to work around it especially when you have kids like it's all like it's busy for everyone I'm not saying people that don't have kids aren't busy but it's different when you have kids like I know before I had my boys 
I was busy then as well, you know, so it's just, that's just life. And now that I have them, it's just busier. So it's trying to make a balance between them. Um, and obviously I'm not competing now. So if I don't get the gym, I'm, it's not the end of the world. But if I don't get to go at least twice in a week, I'm an antichrist. So that's why I need the gym. And would you write, would you kind of write down like a, like a schedule saying Monday train, say Wednesday train, Friday train, or would you kind of be going as you can, would you write anything down or anything like that or put in a plan yeah, in place? What I would do is sit down like on a Sunday, I'd look through my phone, like I write everything on my phone, like I have so much notes, so like I literally have like all my passwords and everything, so bad in my phone, my phone is my life, so if I ever lose my phone, I'm, I'm really fucked, but I will look through my schedule, like my work schedule, and then I will sit down, like sometimes there's just so much going on, like this, I, I don't know, are you going to muscle concerts this weekend? No, I'm not going to go, no. Yeah, I'm going to muscle concerts this weekend with Jim Gallagher. So like this week, I'm trying as much to get my training, but there's so much other things I have to like. I'm waiting for pick up and backdrops and pop ups and all this kind of stuff. So I'm just trying to get as much as I can in. And um, but that's just how you have to do it. Just sit down, and say when can I train. But if you do not, if you don't sit down at some stage and look at your schedule, you won't get at it. You need to you need to look. I usually do it on a Sunday. I might just be sitting down, just flick at my appointments of the week, at the boys' schedule, like everything, and just say, okay, I can get there, I can get there, I can get there. And if I can't, at least I know. I think it's not having some sort of plan. You're not. It's not gonna. Nothing's gonna happen. Yeah, big time. I think I, I have a whiteboard in front of me, and I I wrote kind of like back in January, December was kind of New Year's resolutions, and then once they were kind of ticked off, it was kind of every week. I have like four or five things that need to be done. Like I have exams coming up in about 13, 14 weeks. Um, before we were on here, I was studying for that, and then I literally have. I need to get X amount of chapters done before the week is out I need to get my training sessions done my PTs done my all that kind of stuff so it's important to uh, it's important to kind of get everything written out uh, and it does help it's just kind of vis- visualization thing and you can even uh, one of the tips I've kind of given to my one of my clients recently was putting the note up onto your fridge so if you feel like you're going to kind of go off your off a little bit on off your plan uh, even with your food, it's going to be, when you open that fridge, that note is going to be there in front of you. It's kind of like an almost a trigger. You're kind of like, no, 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 get away I, from that ice cream or get away from that whatever. Um, don't buy it. That's another thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, oh, ice, cream's, ice cream's great. Like, they're, what, about only about 290 calories for a Magnum? Uh, so it's not it's not that much. Eh? It's, it's, all about, it's all about balance, as we've said already. Um, yeah, I'll give you that the right thing, yeah. Uh, one of the things that kind of came through again was, which I, f- I found from dealing, from kind of coaching a lot of females, uh, moms especially, is kind of nibbling on the foods that their kids are eating. And like kids, oh, yeah. kids do not eat what you want them to eat or when they want you to eat. Um, have you kind of got any advice on how, kind of how to deal with this and stay on track? My boys do go to Charmaine just during the week. I'm really lucky I don't have to cook their dinners because she gives them their dinners. Um, so during the week, it's not too bad. But like, thing like my boys love brioches and I don't buy, the thing is I try not to buy, I'm not going to buy them shit food anyway. Like at the weekends, like I'm not like this strict mother who doesn't let them eat. Like we do, we love going for our food and getting our treats and stuff. But if it's not in the house, then you won't have the problem, you know. Um, but it is hard because like my little fella Jay is a nightmare for eating. Like you put anything in front of him, it's just like, it's just at the moment he's going through a really bad and, and bold phase and not eating. So if it's there, you're kind of like, oh, it's such a waste to throw it out. But you just have to like leave it. And like Kai now, my six-year-old, he just devours everything. So I usually just try to give it to him. Or if it's something that like, 
I just leave it aside then for again. Do you have to kind of be like, as long as it's not crap food. So I think if you're not buying like pizza, you're not buying chips, you're not buying like biscuits and stuff, you're not really going to go picking at a bowl of porridge. And you know, if you're making them porridge their breakfast or if you're making them like a, a, a dinner, like chicken and mashed potato or something, you're not going to go picking at that really, are you? So no, I think not... it's just the shit food. I think it's just not buying it is the, it's a, the big thing. Yeah, and I think most most of the time, anyway, the, the kind of the kids that really want the vegetable side of things, anyway, and I kind of most people can't get enough vegetables into them anyway. So if it's kind of like leftover broccoli, I'd kind of go. There's a bit of protein, so I kind of go with that kind of side of things. Um, and how do you kind of do you manage to have a social life around the kids and kind of the training and work and all that kind of stuff? Like, would you have any advice for people? who are looking to kind of get some sort of social life because I know I know I can like I'm, I'm one of my best mates is, is expecting his third kid um and I probably won't see him for another 18 years but like have you got any yeah no think if you have a child if you have kids just give up on the whole social life it ain't gonna happen so just deal with it <laughs> unfortunately uh, no we never go out like rarely because it's like you have babysitters and oh no like it's in, yeah, they have like some people are really lucky to have like we do have families. I'm not saying we don't have help, but like we don't. Some people they're like they're looking their parents and mind their kids all the time or take them every weekend. Um, we do not have that that kind of help, so it's it's not worth it because you need to get someone to come down, mind them for the night, and then like you're hung over the next day. No, it's not worth it. No, I like unless it. there was something on or a party, then we would plan. But like yeah, you kind of have to say bye bye social life and your kids. Yeah, I think what my mate does was he, if he knows he's out the night before, uh, he he will take the kids after 2 p.m. So his wife will take the kids before 2 p.m. And then once 2 p.m., they're his problem. Um, yeah. So if he's hanging, <laughs> tough shit, it's your time. Uh, and, then the, yeah. and then his wife can go off and do whatever she needs to do, work or go off and see her mom or whatever it may be. Uh, it's 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 a simple it's a simple little tip and it works for those I guys. Know. Uh, I'm young for it, get me. So that's just how it is. Like this stage of your life is going to be different. Like in ten years time, my life is going to be stage. Of my, it's just different stages of your life. So yeah. everyone is going to go through different stages. And when you have small kids, unfortunately, like not well. Some people are lucky they get to go out every weekend, but it's just a different stage. And you know, like like I, I always say, they're not going to be young forever. I'm going to have social life again. I'll be able to go to Bali and Thailand with all these girls eventually. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all about priorities. And like, yeah, like exactly. Um, one of the last questions I'm going to ask you, because I know you're under time constraint there. So you talk about the power of you can do anything that you put your mind to. Uh, I mean, that's I, I mean, that's a huge message that I kind of took away from when I was doing the research through your posts on Instagram. Can you kind of expand on this a little bit more for us? Yeah, like, so I've always been a very, well, everyone has their up and down days, so I've always been very positive. Um, I found that competing kind of really pushed me because I was like, okay, I can push myself to look like this, then I can push myself to open this business, open that. Like, I built everything by myself. I've met, like, I left school at 16. I had no financial help from any of my family. I just worked hard. And, like, if everyone, if other people can do it out there, why can't, you know, me or you? Do you get me? We see these people building big, massive businesses. Um. And I suppose I kind of took my weight myself away from thinking, oh, they've got this help. For a while, I used to be like that. Oh, well, their mother's probably given them this money. Their father's minted or look, they got given that business. Um, and I'm just like, no, I have to work on me. I wasn't I wasn't fortunate enough to get help off anyone like financially with work or like a step up in life. Brendan, but I've got this far myself. So I'm like, you know, the power. But it really is like the secret. I read The Secret years ago. 
I did like it, but I found that the secret kind of makes you believe if you think any negative thoughts, you're pretty much fucked, which I didn't like. So, you know, you have your, your shit days yeah. where you're going to think everyone's dickheads and blah, 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 I hate life, blah, blah, blah. Everyone has those days. But I found the secret kind of was like, oh, everything that you've thought you've brought into your life. Um, I don't 100% agree with that because obviously there's a lot of people that are sick out there. They don't deserve to be sick or things that happen to children doesn't deserve to happen. But it's just being positive. Um, and I'm really big believer. Like I love crystals. I'm a big believer in there's a higher energy. Like I don't believe in there's a God, but I believe in there's something. Um, and I am very lucky with like, when I look back at like a couple of years ago, like I was like two small kids i was struggling to pay bills and now where i am now and that was just being positive and working hard and you just do those things and if you have your shit days everyone it's like food you're gonna have shit days with food you're gonna have shit days of your mind you know um and it's the same i've actually read a really good post someone put up who was saying that like we train our bodies and they're it's muscles so if you want to train yourself you have to train your mind as well you know um and that's the hardest training your thoughts is like like i have so many but i have like all these books i bought um what's your man's Oh, what's that? Oh, what's his name? Everyone, the motivational speaker, everyone's buying his books. The Giant, Awaken the Giant. What's his name again? Oh, uh, Tony Robbins. Yeah, I should really know that. That's really bad. So I have Tony Robbins' book, Buy My Locker. I have like four or five books and I've literally read like a couple of pages. I just, I literally don't have, I know it sounds really bad. I don't have time to read, but I don't. But I do absorb what I read, you know? So I might just grab the book and open the page and flick, but I try... I have the gratitude book and I have the secret book. I open them and I really try to okay, think positive, think positive. If you have a shit day, it's fine. Start again, you know? Yeah, big time. But it is hard, mind, not to be negative. Yeah, like I think I've started, I got the Daily Stoic um, and that has uh, like stoicism kind of quotes and then kind of explains the quote afterwards. So it's very like all the quotes are kind of coming from Marcus Aurelius. But like I opened the book up, what? Saturday maybe and it was something that was going on in my head and I was just explained and I was like it was in a roundabout way cop the fuck on uh, but it was like it's if there's something going on with your family or work or food or something like that it's so it's, it's a every day is a different quote and explains it and it's a, something you can, right. it's I'd recommend getting it. it's like just pick it up first thing in the morning and the, the quotes there and explains it it literally is I'd say less than half a page I, I'd recommend that and I had Shane Finn on he's out on today's episode the time of recording this he's an endurance runner he ran ran cycled across America in 36 days and did 24 marathons in 24 days uh, and he's only 26 27 years of age but like his mindset for dealing with kind of negative thoughts um, he allows himself five minutes of negative thoughts a day uh, and after that five minutes he has five positive affirmations after the five positive po- positive affirmations he will either look in the mirror or kind of put those five affirmations and kind of look at them again tomorrow and it's like he like he's trained himself he's really got he's really got there <laughs> yeah like i was like how the hell did you come up with this like but like that may that may work for shane and it is working for shane yeah. but it may not work for other people it's just kind of like you you control what goes into your head like if love island's making you feel like shit or if uh if something else is making you feel like shit well then you've got to like if, say if work is making you feel like shit you've got the opportunity to either let it control your life you can either do something about it yourself or you can take a step back and kind of saying either kill that person with kindness if that someone's annoying you you can kind of potentially look for new jobs if you want to or if it's something that you want to go and do kind of do a part-time then go and do it afterwards 
Um, so there's, there's different avenues. So it's kind of let, not letting kind of the thoughts take you over and feel fucking miserable for so long, which I did. And I know Brian Keane talks about kind of the the kind of the the negative mindset and all that kind of stuff an awful lot. And it's uh, falling into the victim mentality, which a lot of us do as well. Um, I went off on another tangent. But it's a lot. I think people as well, like we, you can change. It's about how you think. So if you're if you if you're working a job and it's shit. You think this shit, that shit, I hate everyone. It's probably you, you know, it's probably not your job, you know, if you change it. But it is so hard. Like, I know you said that Shane Finn and they have all this, their way of, um, you know, their mindset and challenging it and uh, keeping up, like, the affirmations and stuff. But it is, it's the hardest thing is to not be negative, you know. It's so hard. Like, you can talk about someone, about their diet and stuff, but if they get their head right, they will probably get their diet and they'll probably get, it's all in your head. So it's trying to, trying to, do that you fix the head first and then you fix everything else you know 100 percent. fix the mindset yeah it's like oh i can't i i can't train three times a week well you don't necessarily have to go to the gym why not try and get out for a walk or why not try and do like a hit workout while the kids are asleep upstairs or something like that so there's ways around it so so many people just put up like barriers uh that are kind of almost excuses for them but there's there if you really really want to do something well then there is a way to do it um i think that's that's the biggest takeaway point i've kind of taken from kind of having a chat with you phoebe um so what's coming up next for phoebe there's there's you've kind of you've launched the new clothing range which we were talking about off air yeah. it's exciting times um so yeah so it's really busy it's totally different to my hair salon obviously it's clothes and i I'm very naive. I'm new to this. I don't know anything about this. I just thought like, oh yeah, bring out, I like leggings. I wear leggings. Bring out leggings. <laughs> I bring out gym wear. It's totally different. Um, But I'm going to push. I'm going to give it 110% of everything I've got. I'm working with a really good marketing company. I'm, um, I'm getting coaching by a guy in the UK. I'm just doing everything I possibly can to give this like, and I've seen how much I've, I've made my salon gorgeous socks grow. And that, that, came, that went from me doing people's hair in their kitchen to me having a salon with seven staff and like our salon, like I, we don't I don't pay for any ads we don't have to pay for any marketing nothing we just people come to us for us you know um so if I could do that then I'm like okay I can build a really good website and a brand and I can do this so that's that's why I'm giving 110 percent of my time to the moment is getting Jim Goddess up up there uh, so hopefully I said I'll give it a year and a year and if it doesn't work out we'll see how we go from there but hopefully that this conversation if i have a conversation with you in a year's time it'll be all good <laughs> i hope fingers crossed I, I know the way like if you can get up on stage seven months after having a or ten months after having a baby you can do anything i think so and you've you've got yeah. se- you've got seven employees working for yourself at the minute and now you've got this so i wish you all the best but i'm going to put everything all the details for the the companies and stuff like that into the bio and i'm going to tag you in something now as well um and i'll put those into it as well and i wish you the best of luck with everything okay thank you so much for coming thank on. you much thank you so much Jane. thanks for having me thank you